0: Alrighty, boys and girls, pull up your big boy shorts because we're getting ready to go on a little mini rant. Didn't want to go in this direction, but being forced to go in this direction, and it's not so much self-serving, so this isn't about me. This is uh, for Joel, Joel Precision Rifle Network, who's been doing a lot of videos at the various matches. I don't want to, he's definitely a pro PRS guy and puts out videos of stages all different stuff, and he happened to be at a match last weekend, and he put some cameras out, and he's noticing a, uh, a a really negative trend, and he wanted to bring attention to it. So Joel, this one's for you, and if you hadn't seen the video, it's out on Sniper's Hide. It was on Facebook. They kind of took it down. This is the part that's making me want to address it, because he did the right thing and in my mind the right way and it turned into a shit show and everybody twisted it spun it and now is trying to make him look like the bad guy so i'm not here to call anybody out individually or anything i'm here in defense of what work joel has put into this for like next to no money i mean joel had it did a video he did like a seven minute video of uh Explaining when he took the first one down and his mindset, in the disappointment, man, it's genuine. You look at it, and he talks about it. He makes a hundred bucks from YouTube. I can I can guarantee that's what he makes. YouTube is there's no money in a YouTube video. Okay, I have like seven million views, thirty something thousand subscribers. You're lucky to make a hundred bucks if you go into their little system and do their adwords and all that different uh, things. So you know, I could totally attest to the fact. You aren't making any money. Now, hang on a minute. Allergies, snow, nasty, I can't breathe. Anyway, so let me go back and go into the setup. So, as I've been talking about safety, right? We talked, I even left you off a couple episodes with firearm safety. And we have this, this is the most important thing. Think about 100 people with high powered rifles in close proximity of each other and just where things could go wrong. So we have the four firearm safety rules, which I don't care if you're shooting competition. I don't care if you're out by yourself. I don't care if you're, you know, in the fight and you're in combat. The, the safety rules work, and they've been written well before any of us were born. Okay, we've mentioned this. This is this is, this is a refresher, and apparently we need it. So, okay. Okay treat all weapons as if they're loaded, right? It's a, it's a firearm, it's loaded. End of story. You, you never want to point the muzzle at anything you're not willing to destroy and take full responsibility for, right? So that's that's where you get flagging people and suitcase carry. I mean, it's so ridiculous that guys will go out there and sell products now to help you suitcase carry a precision rifle. Okay, and by suitcase carry, is if you think of the, the scope as a handle even if you wrap your hand underneath the rifle and you're not necessarily holding it by the scope, but if you're holding the rifle parallel to the ground and you flag people, you're basically pointing the rifle at everyone's junk. You know what I mean? So it's that kind of deal. And and we frown on suitcase carry. It should either be pointed at the ground or pointed at the sky in some places. That might be dictated, right? If you're on a rifles-only tower, And there's people above you. Well, you don't want to point it up. You point it down. You know, that kind of deal. So there's that. And then we have you, you know, know your target and backstop, right? Know what your target is in your backstop. You own the bullet until it comes to a complete rest. It's yours. You touched it off. You own it. So you need to understand what you're shooting at. Then keep your fingers straight and out of the trigger guard till your sights are on target. This is one of the main main main, main drivers for like the rifles only stuff. You know what I mean? That the, they don't put mag in until you're on the obstacle or till you're done moving. Okay, bolt back, mag out, move, reset. And and there's twofold to training of that. Okay, it's a safety issue. Number one, it's a training issue. Number two. And, you know, we've mentioned how Rifles Only has this good versus bad reputation for safety because they really, really want you to understand the rules and they have a zero tolerance, you know, low threshold, flag somebody now. If you suitcase carry a rifle and point at somebody, you're DQ'd from the match. And this is what it's going to come down to. Where this attitude has progressed to is because of lack of enforcement. Okay, so Joel now, Joel Precision Rifle Network does a bunch of PRS videos, does a bunch of stuff, uh, goes to a match in Texas, PRS match. And my understanding, my, I'm assuming he's on his own dime and he's filming it. So in one situation, he sets a camera up. But he walks away and leaves it, you know, like putting a GoPro down. He puts a GoPro down, he turns it on, he walks away, goes, does something else. Maybe he's interviewing somebody. Maybe he's doing this, maybe he's doing that. I don't know what his situation was. But he gets home and he starts editing up video and his camera captured a shooter on a prone stage that he had to go support side having an ND. The guy kind of got, you could see, he got tangled up and he saw it. He got tangled up in his rifle. in the prone because he was trying to go left shoulder but shoot with his right hand. And when he moved and did some stuff, he jammed, he jammed his finger into the trigger and fired it. Okay, The ROs, which ROs today, and we're going to get into this because this was part of the twist. ROs today are not safety officers. They're scorers. They're only meant to watch the target and score. They move you up. They get on glass. You shoot. They 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 get you off, and then they bring the next person up. They're not there for safety anymore because there's not enough of them, and they need. It's more important to go with the safety aspect of things than it is to go, or I should say, it's more important to these guys to go with the scoring aspect versus the safety. They figure you're all adults. Everybody knows what they're doing, even though there's brand new people every day who've never shot a match before, and a lot of times it's a majority of shooters. You know, when you look at the like the split, there's a ton of new people. So they 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 gloss over safety and they focus on scoring. And this is where some of the things where the cheating stuff comes in that we've mentioned in the past, they know once the RO goes to glass, they no longer can really look at you and you can kind of manipulate things in a way. And we're going to get into this because this is a big part of it. So backstory here. Guy's in the prone, he's got to shoot X number at some targets, he's got to transition to his left shoulder, engage targets. In the middle of this and on video, Joel catches the guy having ND. He runs his finger in unintentionally, he hits the trigger, torches one off, then he doesn't say anything, he sees it, you could see him react to it like, oh shit, then he moves on and continues going because he didn't get called on it, they didn't see it. Well, when it was all over, the RO, because they're so used to these guys with six millimeters and bitching, and and this was, and and again, not going to the RO, I know the RO, I know who she is, I've known her for a while, you know, it's not about her, although people did, and I'm going to bring this up in a little bit, people did try to make it about her, it is absolutely positively not about the RO, the RO was doing their job, which was to spot and score, okay, okay integrity man self-policing is kind of what people think they think you're the guy you should do that you know what i mean that you should have enough to call yourself out if something goes wrong so the guy is this nd when it's over and he doesn't say anything the ro says you fired that one shot we didn't see it hit dirt so we assume it hit the plate It was out of the ballpark, man. What he did is he friggin' kanked it way the hell off, and it went nowhere near the target. And she goes, you know, she's so used to these six millimeters and stuff not moving plates and different things, and they know people will bitch an alibi. She's like, I'm going to give you the point for that one I didn't see. He's, okay, thanks. He took it, okay? Well, Joel sees this, and there was three NDs that weekend. He just so happened to have one of them on film. So he edits it up, he does an intro to it. He, I thought he did a good job of explaining it. And he posts it to Facebook. Now, I originally saw it um, in, in the feed, you know what I mean? I, I hadn't been on Facebook, Facebook sucks, fuck Facebook. And, and I, I originally saw it and just didn't look at it, didn't care, went past it, I saw his video. You know, something of an ND. Well, then it started kind of getting turning, you know, doing the typical Facebook spin flip and, you know, and now he's catching slack and Geyser, because it was having an unintentional consequence onto Laura as an RO, other people started getting in and you started to see some big comments and some different things. Well, I just came in when it was like, great job of making us look bad, you know, and I'm like, OK, so I start, you know, kind of looking at it and great job making us look bad. Well, you made yourself look bad, but he just trying to fix this because you're at a match with three NDs. And in this case, you know, it, the, the, the shooter went, oops, sorry, let it go, you know, didn't call himself out on it. So I came in and I just laughed and I go, what me? You know, I didn't I didn't cause the drama and you can't. It's one thing to say I'm anti-PRS. Frank's anti this, Frank's anti that. Frank's this, Frank's that. Don't worry about when he's negative and when he says these things. It's nothing. Joel is like the big PRS cheerleader. He stepped up. And I met him at Precision Rifle Expo. He stepped up. So that way there he can, uh, you know, present you with the best picture of the PRS. Problem is, he's now getting to see an intimate look and he doesn't like what he sees because the lack of enforcement is really the thing and this is going to go from the top down and I hate it to be that way I don't want to I don't want to bring it up man but we had such a because he had to go then it they spun it so out of control on Facebook he took it down he took the video down and then he put up a 7 minute one trying to explain his disgust and disappointment on being attacked for posting it and how it was being twisted politically and spun. And I mean, just like you see in politics, it's the same thing. It's happening to him. It's like, dude, you're doing the right thing. Relax and blah, blah, blah. And then I saw in his video somebody came up, and I went and made a comment. You know, there was a there was a comment made by people. Where's the Frank Galley, and how come he hasn't come in and you know blown this up? And where's this guy and that? It's like, yeah, I came in just to say it wasn't me and laugh about it. Number one, I'm not going to comment on Facebook. We have it on the hide, and Joel posted it on Sniper's Hide, and we've actually had a really good discussion. At the same time, a really bad discussion that's worth your read, just to see the attitudes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it for you or retell it, however you want to put it, but man, this is messed up. So he posts this thing and I came in and said, well, I did make a comment and I'm here to support Joel in his effort because I don't think it was malicious. I think he was doing it right. And and the fact that it was spun gives him a front row seat. He's generally like, what the heck? And I'm just laughing because it gets done to me every day. It's shoot the messenger. You know, how do we kill the story? Kill the messenger the messenger don't have breath in his, I mean, he can't tell the story. You know what I mean? It's saving private Ryan. Why are they shooting up the runner? Runner, runner up. Right? And they shoot him up. So anyway, that's what's happening to Joel. So now it comes over to the hide and it gets like a page or two before I came in and commented and everything. I started looking for it after I saw it taken down short. So I go over and the attitude is from some And it's a good third, okay? It's like it went downrange. What's the big deal? Really? Dude, it is as big a deal violation as we can get in ND. And I'm going to go into some different places with you so you can understand the thinking and the mindset here. Going back years and years ago, the guy's at Colorado Rifle Club, right? Up here in Byers. So they 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 ended up getting some uh, oil and gas money, and they brought the NRA in because there was an issue. They have the they have all the different ranges, and one of them that's used more than any other is the Schutzen range. Okay, that's a two hundred yard, hundred yard you zero, you could do all this stuff. So it's from one hundred to two hundred. Then as you're coming uh, to the right, you have the high power range, and then if you go right again, you got the steel range. That's in meters. Okay. So there's a 1,000-yard high power, then there's a steel. Well, on the Schutzen range, you'd have guys do all kinds of stuff, including like 50-yard bench rest. And so it's not uncommon to have people put targets at 25 or 50 yards on this 100, 200-yard range. Problem was, guys would shoot at these close targets with high-power rifles. They hit the ground, they skip, they miss the back berm, and then they would take turns. And in some cases, guys on the high power range hear the rounds go over and start freaking out and complaining. So they get this money. They bring in the NRA. And the NRA is like, you got to make this berm. And they do all these SDZ, SDZs and safety fans and stuff. Your safety zone, you know what I mean? Your impact area. And so they they play around with it. And now get don't get me wrong. Byers has like 2,500 acres. Some of these places, not so much. You know what I mean? So, uh, they, they, you know, it's not hard when you skip things low for it to increase the angle and to go up, over, and around berms. It's not hard for it to take turns. And the turns don't have to be a 90. They could be a 45 and get out of the area. Think about if you have a berm in the back and you're shooting a target, okay? And you skip it and it turns 45 degrees to the side and goes higher than the berm but misses the berm. Where does it end up? And in some cases, it can end up pretty far away, you know? So there, there's there's safety things. Now, my biggest bitch is the lack of enforcement where a situation happens in the RO didn't see it. If it wasn't on video, nobody would ever know this happens, and this happens a ton. People, now they're coming out of the woodwork, and they're all talking about it at Sniper's Hide. Hey, I, I've been to a match, and i seen this, and nobody saw it. Nobody says anything, and that's the other thing. Nobody says anything. It's just like with the guns blowing up and the squibs, and we talked about with that guy, had a, the rifle blow up in his face, because the squib blowed, everybody saw him do it. Nobody said anything. Well, people see these problems nobody says anything except guys like me and now joel you know what i mean and that's why i shoot the messenger hate on frank because he'll call you out when he sees it unfortunately and being a a match director i could tell you what happens okay you got a squad one squad comes in interact and is crossing with another squad so while they're waiting and everybody's doing their thing the squad a will see squad b see problems but not say anything, and then the match is over. And a guy from Squad A will come up and go, you know, John over in Squad B had an ND and didn't say anything and didn't do anything, and it's like, dude, everybody's leaving the parking lot. What am I supposed to do? He's gone. Now the series leaves it up to the match director. The match director has the people leaving the parking lot, and when he finds out, and there's zero enforcement. Everybody knows you did it. Nobody's going to say nothing because if it happens to them, and it's happening more often, and we'll go into some root causes in a minute, it's happening more often. And that's what Joel was seeing. Every match he's going to, it's happening with zero consequences. We have a major safety violation with no consequences. You know, you know what I mean? And, and it's crazy, people. I don't want another layer of rules. I don't want know an- Why you got to punish me? Dude, rules have to be for the lowest common denominator in order to work. You don't make a rule for the top shooter. You make a rule for the brand new bottom guy. He needs guidelines in this. And the problem is, is they feel, well, that's so-and-so. He's always been safe, but today he wasn't. So it's an accident. Let it go. And he's even mentioned, Joel's saying, "There's out of the three NDs, one of them can't even be brought up. Because it's a political situation, and he says that. What is so political? Well, I'll tell you what it is. He's a good shooter. That nobody can say anything about that guy. He's got to be a rock star, so they're covering for him. You know what I mean? And this is the problem. Because now the trickle down is all those other guys see it, and this is why a guy will hide it. I saw that guy hide one. I'm going to hide one. No consequences there. No consequences here. If the series refuses to tax the shooter, be when things come up after the fact, or if they're big enough they should go beyond the borders, then what's the point? You have no rules. Okay. You have no rules if you don't enforce them. You have no series. You have no governing body if the governing bodies don't enforce the rule. If they don't govern, you're not a governor. Right? If you just say, hey, man, that was at Bob's match. Not my problem. Let Bob deal with it. That guy over there take care of it. It's like, what's the point? What are you, yeah, you want to be everybody's friend, you want everybody's money, you want all the sponsorship, but then, I'm not going to be, for years I suffered the NASCAR comparison. For years they told me how great they were and they were in NASCAR. NASCAR enforces rules. NASCAR not only taxes you before a match if you're illegal, they tax you during a match if you break a rule, they'll tax you after the match if they find your car to be illegal and tear it down. Okay, there's three levels, before, during, and after. If you're not willing to enforce before, during, and after, you have nothing. You're a disorganized bunch of guys going out on the weekend and shooting who happens to keep scores for their friends, and the scores are meaningless because you're not following the rules to begin with. That score is meaningless. He got an extra point, and he had an ND and a safety thing. That stage is invalid for everybody else now because... That rule wasn't enforced. Now, don't get me wrong. Again, I'm not blaming the RO. They didn't see it because their job is to spot, not safe. That's a problem. And here's some of the the reasons why we're seeing more, okay? Number one, it's the speed and the time. That gets people out of their comfort zone. That frustrates them when they're trying to hit X amount of targets in so much amount of time. And so that's one contributor. The other contributor is these triggers. I don't care what you say. The triggers are too light. You're trying to do an action sport with a bench rest trigger and get it. I mean, I granted, I've shot a two-ounce trigger on one of these comp guns. Two ounces, okay? Eight ounces, not uncommon. A one-pound trigger should be 16. We are half of that in moving around and doing this stuff. If the if the you know what I mean, it, the the safety is out the window because there is no training, there is no hey this is how you do it, hey this is what's going on. They don't do that, you know what I mean. It's like show up, it's a free for all. Oh, we sanctioned this match. Oh, they don't have enough ROs, no big deal. Oh, they don't, well, okay, no big deal. We're there our buddies, we're all good. And 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 I I hate to bring it down to the individual match director because they can't be everywhere and see everything. But they're the ones that have to step up and demand the series do things they can't. So if you find out after the fact, you need to go to the the, the series and say, this happened after the fact. We should tax this guy. Take some points away. Okay, if you're going to let somebody who has a major safety violation on Sunday shoot the following Saturday and Sunday at another match, well, there has to be a consequence. Because without consequences, there is no rule. Right, so it, it's crazy. So you got the triggers, you got the speed, you got the props in the movement. That's that's around those props, and then it's just this mad dash for every point. It's about the end result and not how you got there. Where it really should be about how you got there. Okay, the end result, in a way, is irrelevant because you're trying to build something. Okay, you're building it on a cracked foundation instead of building it on something strong and and that is a big big part of this it it's that speed that movement that timing slow the timings down a little bit you know change some things up understand if it's if it's a stage like that i mean honestly take the guy who just shot it make him be a safety guy i mean there there's a situation of cheating why they can't help like i'm i'm up i'm going to shoot the guy behind me can score while the RO runs me through the safety, okay, and says, hey, here's your stage. Here's your thing. You're, shooter two is going to score, but shooter two might be my buddy. So they don't trust shooter two to do it right for me. So, okay, then, then do this. Have me shooter one go through and then have me be the safety officer, Watch for that stuff if they do anything wrong and and do it that way. I don't know. Man, use the use the competitor if you're short on RO and staff. I get it if you don't want them to spot them write the number down. I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's the problem is they're, they're – they're, without acknowledging it, they're acknowledging there's a cheating issue because they can't trust the competitor to fill in – either scoring or spotting. Okay, so then fill him in with safety and make everybody understand the safety procedures and how you're going to move up. You can have a five-minute demonstration in the beginning of a match and say shooter two, you know, shooter one, once he's done, is going to then become the the safety officer for shooter two. Shooter two becomes threes, threes becomes fours, fours becomes fives. And you could say you're going to move him up in position because you just shot it. So you're not learning anything new from that guy because you already did it. So maybe there's a way to do that. I mean, but you have to enforce the rule. And you don't, I mean, I would make a guideline and a rule to freaking change the trigger weights. you're, You're letting it free for all. You're trying to play this capitalism, let anybody spend their money. You know what? Test the triggers for safety in the beginning. Do a drop test. Say, listen. We're going to have an 18-inch ruler on a stand. You're going to hold your rifle up at the top of the ruler. You're going to get it ready. You're going to slide it and let it hit the ground. If it fires, the gun's unsafe and can't be in the match until you fix it. You could test triggers. You can go by with a trigger pull. Boom. It's got to be close to this. If it's not safe, this is your pre-inspection like NASCAR. Hey, we're talking NASCAR. Pre-inspection. Drop test the rifle. Just run everybody down with your shooter number. Shooter one, drop your rifle. Bump, didn't fire. Okay, shooter two, shooter three, shooter four. Fix it, come back. Fix it, come back. Then you can, if you want to do just that, that's one way to make sure the trigger's not too light. Number two, you could just go through with a pull gauge. Bump, bump, bump. Hey, that one's 12 ounces. That one's not 16. Readjust it, come back. And this is up to the match director side of it because if the series is going to make you be responsible... You need to bulletproof your series, uh, and and you know somebody's saying about everybody waivers. A waiver is not going to cover you. If I signed the waiver and you shot me, my family don't give a shit. Okay, the insurance company don't care. If they turn around and say, well, the last time so and so had this match, he had three NDS that we've investigated and found, and they did nothing about it. He's shown a, a, no no claim. You're screwed. Everybody's screwed. The series is done. Because it'll cascade from there. One mistake. I've been to a match where a guy shot himself in the leg. I was there. Okay. Yeah, he grazed it. It was, you know, trying to pull a pistol too fast and the whole thing. And I mentioned this before. But if that hits somebody else and it's a rifle round, hello, big difference between a pistol round and a rifle round hitting you. Big difference. And if that goes horribly wrong, that family don't care what he signed. The lawyers don't care what you said. They're going to investigate. They're going to go and they're going to find cause and blame and they're going to do everything they can to hold you liable and not pay out their money. Okay, that's one of the reasons why we have this. And if you demonstrate that you've seen a problem and you've overlooked it or ignored it, you become liable. So that's that's another consideration. So the trigger weights have to get leveled out. they I mean, we got 26 pound, six millimeters with eight-ounce triggers. Is that really where this game needs to be? What it's about? You have an action movement sport that's supposed to be, you know, crossover into field, into long-range shooting, but you want to play it in in this in this way. And and that's not what we're about. Put a put a restrictions on it. I mean, you at some point you have to enforce the rules you can't just say a stage is shot like this do whatever you want because it's innovation because it's you know whatever the heck it may be i mean you're seeing problems in weapons handling if you don't address it they'll only get worse and the idea that hey man it, what's the big deal? It landed downrange. Is cray cray? I mean, go to Sniper's Hide. Go in the in the uh, competition section. Look at the negligent discharge. It's five, four or five pages already. And look at some of the contrarians who are like think it's no big deal, and think that any rules are stupid. And it, it becomes that whole thing, you know, well, murder's already against the law. Why are we making it? Yeah, I get that kind of argument, but not in this case. You have to address the lowest common denominator. You have to have base guidelines for the new guy who comes in. And then it has to be enforced equally and not a one set of rule for the rock star and one set of rule for the new shooter. It has to if the rock star screws it up, the rock star's gotta get taxed. And 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 we're not doing that, man. You guys are shooting yourself in the foot. This isn't my drama. I didn't create this. Reporting on it isn't the reporter's fault. It's your fault for not doing anything. If you solved it right there and then, if you solved it in a timely manner, we have nothing to say except to pat you on the back and say, wow, the Guy saw something messed up and he fixed it. God, I sound like New Zealand or some shit. You know, like with the rule. I we we but that's not what it's we can't go in that way because it's a real thing, man. It's something out there. And like I said, the there's a third of the people who don't see it as an issue. And and they're talking about not allowing the videos because they've been snagged with videos how many times now? They're talking about not letting Joel go back to these matches, or picking and choosing where he can go, because they don't want that. They're talking basically. They're talking about banning Joel for pointing this out. He is a like I said, he's the last guy you would say is negative PRS. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You guys want to label me that way, but him? Holy cow! If you put if you put a negative label on that guy, then man. So who's left, you know, but uh, you, you, it has to be important enough. And it really should be that important because safety is everybody's job. And, you know, we were talking about it. Even if you just enforce the four, the four firearm rule, the, the you know, our main guys, he broke two of them at a minimum. You could almost say he broke three, but one of them is more like, you know, because he didn't have he didn't understand his target and his backstop. Yeah, he did, but he didn't. Because he didn't get anywhere near it. And every people are like, you know, they're totally taught. Well, what if my rifle is there and it cooks a round off? What if, what if, what if I'm what if I unintentionally fire, but I hit the target? Is that an ND? Is that a this? Is that, I mean the, the ridiculous, the all or nothing. I mean, it was literally a case of, and for me, it it it's this case of What if I'm just getting ready to shoot? Yeah, Frank's on the line. He's up. He's going to make that shot. And all of a sudden, as I come and I'm touching that trigger, aliens appear out of the cloud. I have aliens coming at me. And what are they doing? They're coming out of the sky. And just as I'm getting ready to touch it up, my eyes glance up to the spacecraft. Sunlight Glimmering off the hieroglyphs that are, you know, emboldened and around the body, and uh, and it's spinning, it's spinning, man, it's spinning. And just as I look up at the alien ship, I touch that eight-ounce trigger, and it fires. But I hit the target. Is that an ND? Yeah, it is. Okay, but aliens. So does it count? <laughs> You're right. It's crazy, man. They're, they're like doing these what-if scenarios. You know, what if I'm just getting ready to shoot and a fire ant bites my ankle and I go, ouch, and touch one up. Should I be match DQ'd? Yeah, you should. But, I mean, in the in the conversation, I was talking about, hey, man, at all very least... I think it should be a match. Rifles only coming out. That's my DNA. I, they say it's a match DQ. I'd be happy if tomorrow they made it a stage DQ. Okay. If you want to say anything, two mils around the target is a is a stage DQ. Outside two mils around the target is a match DQ. Fine. Do something. You know it's Battle of Los Angeles been on, right? I don't care what you do. Go left, go right, make the decision. But when you do nothing, you don't help anyone. Make a call. The call is matched. The call is staged. I don't care. Make the call. Standing there with your thumb up your ass going, he's a good guy, though. He didn't do no- Oh, He didn't mean it. I get he didn't mean it. But he doesn't, you know, guys are coming on. It was a crazy. One of the guys actually came on and says you all do it. We he said we all do it. You all have NDs in the match. You just don't say anything. I'm like, no, I never had an N D. If I did, I would friggin' DQ myself. I've pulled myself off lines when I can't see. With rounds and time left. Nah, I can't do that. It's done. You know, I've taken myself out of the equation. I haven't had an ND. If I did, I would admit it and become a training thing. I would talk about it. I'm talking about everything else in my life. Why would I not talk about having an ND? I have not had an ND during a match. In every single match I've ever shot. Because my triggers aren't that light. This was the lightest friggin' trigger I used in the Rifles Only one. And that was like 1.5. Like right around that one, you know? And... I was freaking out in my head the entire time because I know rifles only has a zero-tolerance policy. So I'm like, whoa, you know, watch your finger, watch your trigger, watch your movement, bolt up, take your time, slow the frig down, okay? It's just a rifle match. What does it matter? It doesn't. Nobody's going to remember. Except if you fuck up and shoot a guy. They'll remember that that match will be freaking concreted into the history. So that's why we not to not do it. That's why we have to have rules. That's why we have to enforce the rules. That's why safety's everybody's job. So here's my thing to you guys: go to a match. If you see something, say something in real time, right there, right then. Don't worry about it. Do it. You'll be the hero in the end. Yeah, some people will be like, oh, that guy got my friend DQ'd. Too bad your friend fucked up. He needed to be DQ'd. Learn a lesson, man. Those lessons resonate. If you if you get away with it and then get an extra point on top of it and you're able to kind of, you know, I got my shifty eyes going, you'll never learn that lesson. You'll say, hey, I got away with it. And then the next guy's going to go, he got away with it. When it happens to me, I want to get away with it. He got away with it, and that's just crazy, man. Come on. It's like you know what the heck are we doing here? We 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 have to understand safety. We have to put it on a pedestal. There's more matches, more people, more new shooters. Think about it. Go to a match, and when, if they ask, I don't know, not all of them do, some of them do. If this is your first time shooting a match, look at those numbers. They're usually pretty damn high. Okay. This is why we have that. Start people off on the right foot. You get a guy who sees this on YouTube, who talks to his buddy, buys a rifle, barely goes out and gets some data. And now wants to shoot it with no background in any of this, and and that's why we're cultivating better people, better marksmen, doing all these things. Yeah, it may not make the competition as juicy, but it makes everybody there that much more valuable in the long run. Okay, because you're bringing them up right, you're giving a foundation, and not one with cracks in it, air bubbles. You know, all these pockets of excuses. Oh, uh, but that's so-and-so. He knows what he's doing. Oh, that's so-and-so. It, it just happened like that. Because that's where we start running into malfunctions and problems and different things. Like I said, light triggers, drop test it. About 18 inches off the ground. Raise your butt stock off the ground. Cock it. Get it ready. Make sure it's clear and safe, right? Don't want to shoot holes through your ceiling or anything like that. Put your finger in there. Wiggle it around. Feel for some brass. All clear? Okay. Boom. Take your trigger in your rifle and get it cocked. Then drop it. 18 inches right on the buttstock. Does it fire? If it does, your trigger's too light. Fix it. Okay. I would recommend nothing less than 16. Honestly, 24 is where I would go for what we're doing. That would be my best. Floor, if you were asking me my personal opinion and you wanted to go with a light trigger, 24 would be as light as I would recommend. I'd, I'd almost be fine if they said the rule was 16 ounces or above versus these 8, 4, and 2s that we're seeing. And yes, we are seeing 8, 4, and 2 in tactical precision rifle comp. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's just crazy talk, right there. That that's that's nuts. So, so that's it, it. It's worth watching because this is the stuff that I've been talking about for a year now. That's out there that you never see. And the fact that he brought attention to it, and they're attacking the messenger, should be a neon sign to say, "Gee." They were attacking the messenger a year ago, and before, and again, and still, what are they hiding? That's what they're hiding. Stuff like that. And it gets worse. Like I said, there's the movement stuff. There's the, hey, scoot over here. Hey, do this. The RO can't see. Because clearly, I mean, I, I, you can't have a match without ROs, but At the same time, you really have to give the ROs, uh, it's got to be one safety, then two scoring. Figure out how to make that work. If you have to use the field, use the field. If you're worried about cheating, reverse the thing. After you shot, then you become a safety officer. And you got to stay there and make sure that guy's good. When that guy's good, then you can go over. That might prevent somebody from getting right off the, the line and talking to their friend. You know what I mean? Hey, I just did this. Now they got to wait an extra one and then they can move off the line because they got to stay on the line and spot this guy and watch him. Okay, make sure bolt back, mag out, make sure all these different things happen before they get up and move. If the RO's going to be in glass, somebody's got to watch the guy. That, that, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? It it, it it's it's crazy. It's it's this whole you know, we're we're, we're going to be NASCAR, but we're going to let any car show up. You know, oh, no, just just show it looks good. As long as it looks like this, you're fine. What's under the hood don't matter. What's in the seat is okay. You know, it don't matter. Mm, now have at it. And then when one guy beats everybody, and you know, it's Richard Petty with the big block. With those years and he was driving, he had the friggin' big block motor and everybody else had a small block or some crap like that. It, it, you can't do it. They ended up saying, hey, man, there's a rule. You can't have that motor. Okay, well, if they can make rules. Why can't you? And I get this. I can't change rules in the middle. Yes, you can. If every event is technically an individual event, if every event is its own little island, you can change a friggin' rule in the middle. Especially because you ain't enforcing any now. He ain't taxing anybody today. So what difference does it make if you make a rule that says starting next week, you can't do this? Like I said, triggers could be adjusted. Ain't nobody buy a trigger. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. that. How about that English, man? Ain't nobody going to be double double the negatives and stuff. But uh, it's crazy, man. There's no trigger that comes out of the box at two ounces that can't be changed to 12 or 16 or 24. They don't work that way. In fact, a lot of them, you can't even go down that low, and then they don't operate no more. Change of times. If they're going to do 90 seconds, reduce the number of targets, make them smaller, put them farther. Boom. Okay? Make it two minutes and have a couple give me, then tiny ones. High priority, low priority target. You know what I mean? There's a two, there's a two, there's a one. There's a two, there's a two, there's a one, there's a one. That's it. There's your there's your timeline. You know what I mean? Big, medium, small, smaller. Do it like that. Then the skill will come up. Yeah, he can hit the big one. He can't hit the small one. He's got to work on that. Okay, that guy can hit the small one. If, the, if it has to be the first couple matches, the winners clean the place, okay. Do it. Then make an adjustment. But see where the safety goes. Because right now, safety's going out the window. We're seeing more and more incidences. The more incidences, the more chance something's going to happen. I mean, and here's the thing. Skip one. Goes up, 45 degree angle. Hits the top of a house. Rolls off and falls into the gutter. And somebody hears it finds it a bullet from someone didn't hurt nobody didn't do anything didn't even dent the friggin shingles in the house but they found it You're fucked they shut ranges down around here because people claim they hear bullets whizzing over okay brighton had a range shut down they're shutting them down all over the place where the neighbors are starting to complain i can hear it could you imagine if one got out of the place and they found it, you're shut down. So why not try to minimize that? It only takes one to screw things up. I had mentioned this. When the guy grazed his leg with the handgun, there was no more handgun. It took years for anybody to reintroduce a handgun because they were so afraid. Instead of saying, don't draw it, do it from a low ready, mag in, lock it, Ready, buzz now come up from a low ready and shoot versus the draw and they graze their leg. Okay, there's a fix for that instead of saying all or nothing, but this all or nothing mentality man in the in the safety, come on. Finger straight and out of the trigger guard until your sights are on target. Know your target and backstop. You own the bullet till it comes to a complete rest. right? That's it. Don't point the muzzle at anything you're not willing to destroy and take full responsibility for. If the muzzle's shifting over towards a target and you ain't got there yet and you touched one off, how many rules did you break? A couple of them. Two, three. Right? Because you're in movement mode. Bolts down, ready to go. Speed. It's time. I need the point. I need the point. I need the point. I need the point. You don't need the point, man. Nobody cares about your point. But we got to make sure everybody goes home with the same number of holes they showed up with. Otherwise, shit's going to get ugly really, really fast. Dude, all we're looking for is a change and we need a top down. We need the top to address it. This is is becoming more and more and more videos out there, the more we're going to see it. GoPros and the different things, the more we film and the more problems are identified, because before it was my word against yours. Hey, man, I seen this dude do that. I seen this guy do this. You know you did that. Oh, Frank's just angry. Frank don't know what he's talking about. Oh, prove it. Who, who's got, who did I do? Now when I got a video and go, look, and meffer, there you are in the video doing it right there and then trying to hide it now it's not so hard to argue with frank instead they twist it it's the ro's fault it's this it's that she did this it didn't that ain't her fault man she was doing her job she was in the spotter and she was scoring that was her job her job at that time wasn't safety unfortunately that should have been his job when he screwed up he should have stood up and said i messed up i'm done stage over dude stage dqs It's all it takes i i get it it's it's if it's so egregious it should be a match, yes, but I'd be happy with a stage. Adjust the speed. Look at your props and stages. Look at your target placement and how they cross and other things. Look at those trigger weights, ma'am. And if they won't do it, you should. Call them. Don't just see it and stand back and go, uh, eh, better than me. I'm glad I'm not that guy and walk away. I because you you'll see something and go, man, that's kind of gonna get ugly. And walk away and go, I don't want to be around when it does. Instead, it should be stop, time out. That guy's going to make a problem. That's getting ugly and I don't see a, it. It's not safe. It sucks. We don't want to be that guy to call out the other guy because then you'll get that rep. But you know what? We'll get the rep. Joel's learning it. You know? The guy did it right. He he would it. He addressed it. He blurred out the shooter's face so you couldn't see it. He didn't try to make it about the individual. He wanted to make it about the situation. It's the situation. It's the culture that we're in right now. We just had a post about the PRS gun safety culture when the gun blew up 2 weeks ago. We just talked about it. Put a memo out, something. Something for us. We need we need, throw some bone, man. I don't want to talk about this shit. I really really don't. But we have to. It's every single person's responsibility to be safe. It's everybody's responsibility to watch the line. Okay? Watch your muzzles. Don't flag other people. Have a good safe spot that you can stage stuff at. I'm going to be emailing Carl Taylor for the snipers hide match. I'm going to be freaking dictating a whole bunch of shit. He's probably going to get pissed at me when I'm done. Because I'm going to be like, dude, this is what we're seeing with all these other things within the first third of the year. We can't be that guy. I got to make some changes. It's where it's got to be. You know? All righty, man. You're listening to Frank. This is the Everyday Schnapper. You can go over to Sniper's Hide in the forum. Negligent Discharge post. I encourage you to read it. It's up to four pages right now. Look at both sides of the argument. Because there's lessons learned in both sides of this discussion, and and we have to have it. And you know, I'm I'm encouraged because there are guys, and everybody comes on. Well, you're not shooters. You're not this. There's a ton of shooters, man. They have no clue who's on there and who's doing what. But there's guys that run local matches, and I'm said, you know, hey, we're all quibbling about this. Nobody cares what Sniper's Hide has to say in terms of PRS and NRL events, right? We're not sponsoring and supporting any of them. They don't care what I have to say. But these guys on the local side are saying, no, man, we're paying attention. We're trying to fix this on a local level. That's the feeder series. We got to start people off on a foundation that's free of air bubbles and free of cracks. Okay? If, If that foundation is all cracked and broken, what's the point? We need a solid foundation. And that's what I'm talking about. That's where we're at with this rant. You believe it's freaking snowing again? Crazy snow jobs, man. We were just like 80 degrees three days ago. Then we had our fake bomb cyclone, and now it's snowing. Nuts. Thought I was going to hit the range today. Uh Uh-uh. Crazy snow, man. So think about your safety. Think about those safe fire. Oh, dude, just the four. All you got to know is those four. I'm not even trying to throw another layer on with you. If you want to put guidelines for trigger weights and things like that, I agree with it. Put a guideline for weights. Look at your stage design, look at your timings. Pop the time up a little bit, make it 2 minutes, reduce the targets, put one out farther and smaller. Okay? That's all you need. Hopefully it resonates. Hopefully we don't we we're not going to come on here and talk about something really bad happening. I I that's that's the goal, man, is we, we want it all to be good. We I mean, even in the training classes where it's it's so academic, we talk safety every day. And and it's before, during and after we talk about it. Cuz we're trying to build foundations for people, and that's what this is about. Building a proper foundation. So, Joel, keep fighting the good fight. Put your stuff out there. Do your thing, man. Don't worry about the haters. Send them my way. Blame Frank. I'm sure it was my fault anyway. I guarantee I met that guy. I took a selfie with him some at some point in his precision rifle career. He bumped into me at SHOT Show and said, hey, I love the Everyday Sniper podcast. And I said, thank you. So guaranteed, it's my fault. If you want to blame me, go ahead. I could take it. Okay. And thank you everybody who's been acknowledging all the stuff. I mean, I like I said, you're just getting at all of it. You mean, you know, it's pretty funny. I, I, it's it's unfiltered Frank, and you're getting my good and my bad. And and so thank you. Over thirty one hundred subscribers now. Keep keep spreading the word of the everyday sniper. Over half a million downloads worldwide. Thank you guys. You're making this thing a international blockbuster. Block bars. I mean, we're like three times bigger than our competitors. You know, I got to go to the Joe Rogans in order to get somebody who's pretty close, as far as I could tell. I mean, if there's a podcast that is popular in this space, I don't know it. But we're doing we're doing good, and it's all because of you guys out there listening, out there resonating. The phone calls, still getting the calls from the military guys. Yes, ma'am. We will get you sorted out. Get that mile-per-hour gun down quick and easy. You know what I mean? Throw away that friggin' $80... The $80,000 training you got, and we'll make it even better for you. We'll make it worth your while. You know what I mean? We'll give you that value added. We know you spent too much money and didn't get the proper education. Well, what we'll do is we'll give you a better education for no money. <laughs> and in that way there, we're, we're trying to balance the scale. Yeah, you got ripped off over there, but we'll fix you over here and hopefully balance it. Um, you know? But anyway, uh, no, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting. Don't forget to go on the Podbean app. I'm going to mention in a couple days, not tomorrow. I got some interviews coming up. Uh, that's going to be happening. Uh, definitely booked a couple good interviews. You guys are going to enjoy it. And hopefully this week they'll start. But, um, you know... Thanks everybody for being part of this and and, and we'll bring up some of the comments because there were some books written, man, and I dig it. I dig reading the comments. Thank you, those guys. The robotguy has been up there commenting a bunch and everybody's been throwing a lot of really good light my way and, and, and that's a good thing. So thank you for that. I get it. I acknowledge it and I appreciate it and continue to comment in the Podbean app and over on Sniper's Hide in the forum and definitely go read this stuff. Safety, safety, safety. Treat all guns as if they're loaded. If it's a gun, it's loaded. Never point the gun in anything you're not willing to destroy and take full responsibility for that action. Keep your fingers straight and out of the trigger guard until your sights are on target. You own that bullet till it comes to a complete stop. Right? It's yours. You own it. So make sure you know where it's going to land. Because it can land far, far, far away. Star Wars, right? That new Star I wasn't impressed with that new Star Wars thing. I watched It, it didn't impress me. But anyway. All right, guys. I'm going to sign off. It's been great. And we will talk to you in a day or two. Cheers.